to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. Hey, what's up, everybody? Ted Shuttlesworth back with you again on this Worship Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Uh, I got a great one for you today, as you saw uh, in the title, and we're going to get into that in just a second. I want to stop and say thank you to all of the people that are responding um, to our new magazine that just came out, and uh, we just mailed it out to well over 1,000, 1,500 people. I can't remember how many. Uh, we mailed to just a, uh, this week, actually, it went in the mail. And then since then, we've had a bunch of people that have signed up that want to uh, receive it. And listen, we'd love to send it to you as well. If you haven't gotten a chance to receive our brand new magazine where we talk about seven easy steps to make 2019 your greatest year ever, as well as other Awesome articles, my wife's writing, my I'm writing, we're giving you testimonies, all kinds of things to build your faith. You can just go right to our website to miracleword.com forward slash mag, M-A-G, and sign up right there and get a copy of Miracle Word magazine. It's a quarterly magazine, so you'll get it once every three months with all new content to encourage you and stir your faith. Also, we've been having a ton of people join us. We have thousands and thousands and thousands of people that are getting weekly messages and posts from us and we want you to be a part of that because I'm personally sending these out every Friday and it's stuff that I don't put on social media it's stuff that I don't put out anywhere else and I want to be able to connect with you directly and I want to hear from you too if you'd like to join that list and receive personal messages from me every week you can go to miracleword.com forward slash email and sign up right there. And I'll put both those links in the description of the podcast. And I love to hear from you. Let's jump into this today. And um, by the way, take a minute and share this on your social media. I have a lot of uh, worship leaders that are listening to the podcast, people that are part of worship teams as well, musicians and singers. And um, I wanted to get into this today. And it might sound like a little bit of a weird title because people have this idea or notion that only certain special people can write music or you know write songs or whatever if you suggested to somebody you know you should write music you should write songs i think people might be freaked out a little bit but i'm going to deal with this today and these are seven huge reasons why you should write your own worship songs whether you're the music director of your church or just a musician or a singer whatever you might be i want to encourage you starting today that you should start writing your own worship songs. And I'm going to give you these seven reasons why. And it's not going to take a long time, but these have been in my spirit. I started writing my own worship songs back in 2004, I believe was the first time uh, I wrote a song um, that was used in a live worship service. Um, I may have done a few things before that in the late 90s when I was first starting Um, I can't really remember. I was leading praise and worship in a youth group at that time, and uh, we may have done some things. I I can't really remember, but for sure, the first 
like official worship song that I wrote was back in 2004 and it was a song called I Will Worship and um, I can remember how excited I was when we finished that song and then how nervous I was when we went to lead it for the first time in a worship service. I had never done my own um you know, material in a live worship service before. And so, you know, you're wondering like, is everybody just going to kind of shut down? Does my song suck? You know, are people who were previously worshiping with their hands lifted, are they just going to like throw their hands down and glare at me because the song's not up to par? But I found that the opposite was true, that people started really, really engaging in worship and people would come up to me after and say, who, man, who wrote that song? We're going to get it. I say, you know, you know, I wrote that and people, man, you wrote that. And then we'd have people all the time that come up, man, are you going to do your songs? Or, you know, we, once we started writing multiple songs, man, I I love to hear that song. When are you going to do that song again? And it was really encouraging. And, um, and I know you have the ability to do the same. And in fact, that's why I want to give you these seven reasons why you should start writing your own worship songs. And, uh, so write these down, take some notes, and then I want you to pray about this and get involved, uh, with writing as soon as you can. Number one, the first reason why you should be writing your own worship songs is that you have the ability and the gift by the Holy Spirit. And if God puts a gift and an ability on the inside of you, he wants to see you use it. And you have that ability, especially if you are already gifted in the area of worship, you should be taking advantage of every aspect of that gift and of that calling. And writing these worship songs is definitely an aspect of worshiping God. And so the Bible tells us in John chapter 14 and verse 26 that When the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything. Stop right there. He will teach you everything. So for those of you that right off the bat, you have some kind of an argument as to why you're not skilled enough or you don't have what it takes to write your own music, let me say this. Don't ever declare that over yourself because the Bible says you have the Holy Spirit and he teaches you everything. So you may not know you know, anything right now about writing music. You might not know anything about that. But let me just say, as the Holy Spirit is on the inside of you, he gives you the ability, he gives you the talent, he gives you the gift, and he will help you along. So number one, you have the ability to do it. And that if God's gifted you, you know as well as I do that many, many times on this podcast, We've referenced Matthew chapter 25 as the master gives talents to his servants. And, you know, I harp on that because I really believe that once talents and gifts have been given to you, they need to be developed and used to their fullest potential. And so this uh, plays into that. You have that talent, you have that gift, and the Holy Spirit teaches you all things. So number one, you need to write your own worship songs because you have the ability, the gift, and the talent to do it. Number two, the second reason why you should definitely write your own worship songs is that it will reinforce the vision of your church. It will reinforce the vision of your church. What do I mean by that? I mean this, that it's it's cool. It's good to sing, you know, other worship songs that have been written and things you're taking from, you know, stuff you find on iTunes or Apple Music or whatever you listen to. It's good. There's nothing wrong with doing other people's songs. 
But remember, it's coming out of a different vision than your church. So for example, I'm thinking in my mind of, you know, elevation worship, which is coming out of uh, Elevation Church in Charlotte with Pastor Stephen Furtick. And so Elevation Worship, and by the way, if you didn't know this, Pastor Stephen Furtick, who was the first praise and worship leader of his own church, when he first launched it, he would play the guitar and sing and lead worship in his services uh, and is still a singer, still a, he still plays, and he sits in on all of those writing sessions with Elevation Worship. They will go and rent a place and they'll stay somewhere and they'll all be together and they will write worship and write songs. And if you look at a lot of those um, music sheets, song sheets, lyric sheets, whatever, that you could download from CCLI, you'll see his name in the writing credits. And because he's still very much involved with the with the worship and the writing of the worship. Um, but one thing you understand is much of what they're writing about and the songs that are coming out of there is based upon revelation that they're getting in their church or what he's preaching about or, you know, what the Lord has shown him from the word of God and what he's releasing to the church. And so the vision of their church or the heart of their church, if you will, is coming through in the songs that they're writing. And those songs are reinforcing the vision of their church. The same is true with Hillsong worship. So all of the songs that are coming from there, reinforcing the vision of Hillsong church and what pastor Brian Houston and others are doing. And so that sound that comes out of your church, it's really birthed by the vision and heart of your church. I think I'm thinking all the way back to the nineties when, uh, pastor Rod Parsley, uh, at World Harvest Church in in Columbus, Ohio, um, had Pastor Clint Brown on staff as his music director. And all of those songs that were coming out at that time that were huge around the country, it was reinforcing the vision of World Harvest Church. And many of the songs that were written came from the revelation of what Pastor Parsley was preaching in the church. So one thing that takes place when you begin to write your own worship songs is that it reinforces the vision of your home church. And what your pastor is releasing on a weekly basis. Maybe, you know, one of the one of the good things you can do as a, a tip that I'll give you, I did this even when, you know, writing my own music at the beginning, is as your pastor's teaching or preaching, when he, maybe he'll say a phrase or there'll be a revelation that he'll release from God's word or something, you know, a truth or a point in one of his messages that really hits your spirit and sparks inspiration in you. It's, it's jumping out at you and, and, and something that really speaks to your heart. Mark that down and highlight it and go back later and jump back into it and, and begin to pray and form maybe a song around that revelation, that truth, that point, even a phrase that really touched you. Maybe write a song about it. Um, and, and that's a great, great way to gain inspiration and have your songs based on the word of God. Now you're taking your inspiration from what your pastor is ministering to you on a weekly basis. And, and what's happening is it's something that God's already spoken to him in prayer and he's developed it into a message. And now you are there to hold up his arms and to um, reinforce the vision of the church going a step further and taking what he's releasing by preaching and teaching and then developing it in a worship or song format. So reason number two to write your own worship songs, it will reinforce the vision of your church. 
Number three, the third reason you should definitely write your own worship songs, it will create more engaging worship in your congregation. It will create more engaging worship than normal in your congregation. And as I told you at the top of the podcast, um, you know, I was nervous to release that in the church. You know, when I got started, I was nervous to, you know, get out there and do my own stuff thinking it wouldn't be good enough. But the response that I got was so overwhelmingly positive that it gave me faith and uh, boldness to step out and continue writing and doing more and more and more. And so uh, when I saw the way the people worshiped, see, because what happens is, is, is when you, you know, and you don't have to go, it's not like you're going around bragging about it, but people will ask you and, you know, it will be known that this is a song, especially if people are enjoying it because they'll come up to you and say, hey, who wrote that song? I want to find it and put it on one of my playlists or whatever. And then at that point, you're like, you know, I wrote the song and uh, people will be surprised. But, you know, when word gets out, you know, this is something that's original to our church uh, and to this house. When people hear that song starting in the beginning, it, it, it's a different feel. I promise you, I, I've experienced this many, many, many times. It, it, it gives a sense of ownership to the worship that you're releasing and people latch onto that and take ownership um, of that song because they know this is something custom for our church. This is something you can't find anywhere else. Uh, this is something they're not doing everywhere. This came out of this church and out of this house. And and that sense of ownership gives a customized, uh, tailor-made worship feeling to that song and to your church. And wait till you see. I mean, people begin to worship like never before when it's something that came out of your house, your church, your vision. Uh, and so I really encourage you to start writing for that reason. It, it almost like it engenders a sense of camaraderie among the people in your church, that they can all grab onto something that came out of that church and worship like they never have before. And I promise you, I've seen that in action. I have seen that happen. And I know it's the truth and I know it's the case. It'll be the case for you as well. People in your church will grab on uh, to the things the Holy Spirit is giving you. And I also feel like that it's one of the things that takes place when you start doing worship and writing worship. It's that it's the Holy Spirit anointing you and it's for the purpose of your specific church. So think of it this way, just in the same way that your pastor gets a specific word to preach to the people of that church. You're also getting a specific song or worship set, whatever, to minister and worship to the people of that church. So it's for them. It comes out of you, but it's for them. And that will be felt among the people in the church. And you'll immediately begin to see more engaging worship than ever before. Number four, the fourth reason that you should definitely start writing your own worship songs is because it causes you to trust the Lord more fully and spend deeper time in communion with him. Especially, I mean, if you're like me, where you're like, man, I don't know that I feel like I can even do this. This is something I've never done before. It feels overwhelming. It's something that I I feel like I'm out of my league, even trying it out of my element. Well, when you have to step out and do it, then you know that it's going to have to be done with the help and the strength of the Holy Spirit it causes you to trust the Lord. It takes faith 
to step out and do that and believe that God will give you something that's worthwhile and that's anointed. It takes faith to step out and begin to do something. And then also it takes a deeper time of communion with the Lord, meaning you're waiting on him in your prayer times and in your meditation times and your word times, whatever you're waiting on the Lord and expecting him to speak to you and help you to write, to give you lyrics, to give you melodies, to give you chord changes. You know, you're depending on him and that pleases God because as he told the prophet Jeremiah, when you search after me with your whole heart, you will find me. And God loves it when you're completely and totally dependent upon him. And that's what happens when you get involved with this, especially when you are starting out and you're like, man, I've never done it before. I don't know that I could do it. I'm not sure how it's going to work out, but I'm going to trust the Lord that because he gave me this gift, this talent and this ability, that he's also anointing me and teaching me how to write. And he's going to give me these things from his spirit. And I promise you, when you begin to wait on the Lord, spend time with him, pray in the Holy Spirit, you know, all that God will begin to speak to you and commune with you. And the song will only be one aspect of what you get out of that time. But the, the communion that you have with the Holy Spirit that will strengthen you personally and encourage you and put you in a place uh, to succeed will be greater than anything else. So number four, it causes you to trust the Lord and spend deeper time in communion with him. Number five, the fifth reason you need to definitely write your own worship song is because it can become a blessing to you financially. It can become a blessing to you financially. I want you to just think about this. And obviously this is dependent upon, uh, you know, what level of a worship song you write, you know, how successful you are in, in becoming a writer and how you hone that craft. But, you know, you can write songs and they don't have to be super complex songs. You know, people think that their song has to be this masterpiece of a song to become successful. Just consider the fact that about 80 to 90% of the songs on the radio all follow basically the same chord progression. You know, think about the fact that, you know, if pretty much 90% of the songs on the radio uh, only use about five chords, the same five chords in every single case, where's the originality in that? Well, Obviously, the originality is in the arrangement and the melody, but it's not in the chord changes. The same five chords are used in pretty much every single song that's out there. And if you look at songs that are very popular, I'll give you something that'll encourage you. It's actually the more simplistic your song is, the the catchier that it is. The more simplistic it is, the catchier it is. The more easy to remember your lyrics are. And your melody is the ease, the, the more, the better your song will do. And that's what's, that's, what's important. You look at songs, uh, that were written by people like Chris Tomlin or things that he does, or Matt Redman, guys like this, they're not complex. Uh, they're not hard to play, which means that anybody around the country can pick up your song and begin to play it. People in youth groups, people that have not been playing a long time, uh, whoever, they can all just pick up their guitar or their piano and begin to play your song because it's not complex and they can easily learn it. Well, it becomes a blessing to you financially. All it takes is for somebody to, to, you know, take one of your songs 
and begin to record it, you know, and, and, and royalties to start coming in for you that, you know, it becomes a blessing to you financially. And so God will even use these things he's given you to be a stream of income for you as you develop and go deeper in that gift. I'm not telling you that if you start writing your own worship songs, you're going to become a millionaire by next year. But, you know, it's, you'd be surprised by what can happen when you begin to write music. You know, there's more money in writing almost than anything else in the music industry because once people start doing your songs, the royalty to the writer comes back, and uh, it's not small. Let me tell you that. It is not small. So it can become a blessing to you financially, number five. Number six, this is the sixth reason you should definitely write your own worship songs. It will force you to develop your gift in multiple areas. And what I mean by that is that when you are writing and when you're you know, testing out your songs, there's several, several things you're going to start doing as you're writing. You're going to begin to learn um, on a different level the power of chord charts and you know how to um, you know create a song where chord you know where does this chord fit better? Should I insert a minor six here instead of a four? Should I insert you know a minor two here? You know you you go through these different um, changes and it gets you to learn why certain chords fit where and what they do for a song, how they build tension in a song. You start to learn why certain melodies are more pleasing to the ear than others. Um, when you're developing lyrics, you know, why things work, you know, why, why different rhyming patterns work when you're writing a song. Then you might get into things like, you know, you want to just record scratch demos of your song so you can listen back to it and try to make it better or show it to somebody else to see if they have suggestions for you. So then you start to learn about recording and you might get into something like GarageBand or Pro Tools or FL Studio One or, you know, some of these digital audio workstations where you can start laying down your ideas and uh, learning how to record your songs and then learning how to mix your songs and EQ your songs and master your songs. And uh, it what ends up happening it forces you to develop your gift in multiple areas uh, and you continue to grow uh, higher and higher every year. And before you know it, you can start releasing your own worship albums, uh, even from your own bedroom. I mean, you would be surprised at how many people uh, nowadays are actually producing their own albums from home studios. Big studios are shutting down because so many people are doing quality projects from their own homes. Um, and home studios are very cheap now to develop. I mean, you, li- you literally only need a, uh, a computer and an audio interface and maybe a MIDI controller of some sort, and you literally can start recording your own music, and, and it, it can sound as good as a professional recording studio. So the more that you start building these gifts and talents, the more you'll develop your gift in all of these different areas, which will will cause you to be better um, overall than you ever have been before. And, you know, at the end of a year, two years, you look back saying, man, look how far I've progressed in just this short period of time because you've dedicated yourself to start writing your own worship songs. And then finally, I want to say this, the the seventh reason that you should write your own worship songs is because it allows you to more fully obey the word of God as a worshiper. 
And what do I mean by that? Well, there's a couple of commands in the Bible that um, we can clearly see are given to us. In Ephesians chapter 5, we know the Bible says that um, we're commanded to not be drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then it tells us to sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs unto the Lord and make melody to the Lord in our hearts. So we're commanded to sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. I believe God will give you spiritual songs as you wait upon him. And then as you engage them and engage your church with them, you're obeying this command to be filled with the spirit and sing spiritual songs unto the Lord, make melody in your heart unto God. You're obeying that command. Secondly, we have a command that's found in the Old Testament to sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord a new song. It's good to have a new song. And obviously, not just in the in the supernatural realm, but it also brings that kind of diversity and flavor and spice to your uh, regular set list of songs. You know, as you're focusing to continue to introduce new songs and more songs to your church so that there's flavor and so people aren't getting bored with the same songs over and over and over again, uh, sometimes the best thing to do is not to find another song on the radio or on iTunes or whatever. Sometimes the best thing to do is to write your own song, uh, as I've talked to you about in this podcast. And it allows us to obey the commands of Scripture more fully and to please God with our gifts and our talents and our lifestyle. Let me give you a couple of tips um, as I'm finishing this episode today for all the worshipers that are listening. Just a few tips um, to being uh, successful at writing your own music. Um, One of the first things that I would encourage you to do is to take uh, some of these popular songs that you may see Uh, in the worship industry already and break them down. You know, maybe take three or four worship songs and break them down and look at the chord charts and look at the changes and say, well, what did they do in writing this song? How did they arrange their chords? How did they go throughout their different changes in the song? Um, and, And see how it's done. See how others are writing songs and then start to form a template because as I told you before, it's only going to be four or five chords, you know, in every song that you're going to see for, for most uh, what we call uh, Christian contemporary music or CCM songs. You're only going to see a few changes. But look how they've arranged them. Look how they make use of those chords, melodies, you know, transitions, whatever. So take a look at what's already successful and how it's being done. The second tip I would give you is to co-write with somebody. Find somebody that you have good chemistry with that is also a creative, you know, they they may do it in a different way than you do, but it's so much easier to collaborate with somebody than it is to come up with everything on your own. I remember when I was uh, first starting to write music, when I was the music director at Dominion Christian Center, there was a lady in my choir, her name is Shandell, And Shandell and I worked very, very well together and she would write poetry and she had, you know, books and books of poems. And one of the things that we would do is we would meet together in the sanctuary before choir practice 
uh, and maybe we'd spend 30, 45 minutes to an hour, and we would take some of her poems, and she'd bring in stuff she'd created, and I'd look at it and see what sparked my creativity, and we began to write songs out of even the poems that she'd written. And then I'd take maybe a a couple of phrases from one of her poems or something, and then I'd start putting it. I'd hear it in my head. I'd hear it in my spirit, you know, melody around it and chords around it. And we'd just sit there and, and hash it out. And it was so much easier to write music when you have somebody to collaborate with that can spark your creativity. So I would say number the second tip I would give you is to find somebody you have chemistry with and collaborate with them, and uh, you'll see... Like, for example, when Elevation Worship gets together, you know, you got five, six, seven, eight people in a room that are throwing out suggestions and, and writing songs. So uh, I would definitely encourage you to collaborate with somebody. And then number three, I'll give you this final tip, um, and that is uh, do it consistently. You know, just like writers say, people that write books and, and write blogs and things, they say they make it their job, meaning they allot a certain amount of time. And they say, I'm going to write for two hours today. And I don't care if it's good or if it's bad or if it's crap, doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to get words on paper and I'm going to make sure that this time is scheduled and I'm going to make it happen. I want to encourage you to do the same schedule time. See, because if you wait until you say, well, I'm going to wait until my creative juices are sparked or I'm going to wait till this happens, you'll never write anything. It just doesn't work that way. Schedule time, sit down and say, I'm going to begin to write uh, music. And you can sit there. If, if you, but Your method may be different. Everyone's method is different. You, you might sit down and just start writing lyrics. You know, you might just say, I want to start writing lyrics and, and though it's a rhyming scheme like a poem, and then, I'll, and then I'll write music to it later. You might sit down at the piano or at the guitar and say, I want to develop a really great melody, an epic, you know, melody that people can just, you know, it's like an anthem that people can sing out at the top of their lungs and start with maybe the chorus of your song or the hook of your song and, and just craft this really great melody and then add words to it later and, and, you know, chords to it later. You might really like a certain set of chords. And so you, you really want to put a good chord progression together and then write stuff to that. However you do it, schedule time, sit down and force yourself to write and I know God will anoint you to do it. He's already anointed you. You already have a gift. You already have a calling and a talent. And so capitalize on what God has put in your life. And God will bless you. And you'll be a blessing to the body of Christ and to the kingdom of God yourself. Let me pray for you before we go today. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for every person that's listening to this today. And I ask you in Jesus' name that you would begin to speak to them. Give them songs like they've never had to bless the Lord with their worship and with their praise and to bless the people of God with their worship. We minister unto you, Lord. We love you. We love your presence. We live lives dedicated to praise and worship because you inhabit the praises of your people. So Lord, use us today like never before. Take our gifts and talents to a new level this year in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you and give you praise. Amen. 
Listen, I want to hear from you guys. I love to get messages from you. And so I want you to send me a message. Send me a message on Instagram. Username is at Ted Shuttlesworth. Send me a message uh, on Twitter if you'd like to. At T Shuttlesworth is the username. Or you can just simply email me at Ted at MiracleWord.com. Love hearing from you guys. Love suggestions. If you want to hear about anything regarding worship or anything else on the podcast, shoot me that message and we'll we'll pop it into the queue and talk about it in the near future. I love you guys. Don't forget until next week, goodness and mercy are following you for the rest of your life. Talk to you soon. We would love for you to join us in a live service. To find out when Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. will be near you, please visit our website at www.miracleword.com. Thank you.